what happens when I get kicked out of the studio and producer K and the Atomic Mom take over? You'll find out on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Hey, Rebels. Welcome to another edition of Rebel Parenting. I am not your host, Ryan Dobson, but I'm here doing the intro with producer K. <laughs> Hello. What's happening? How you doing, Kay? I'm doing well. Mom's on the mic. Woo! Another one. You guys did Lauren and Jackie Green. Mm-hmm. You've done Shanti. Shanti. And now, Lee Nienheis. You got it. I pronounced it correctly? You did. It's good stuff. All right. <laughs> Lee Nienheis, thank you so much. Brave Moms, Brave Kids, a mm-hmm. battle plan for raising heroes. For those that don't know, Producer Kate, we get stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of books. Yes. Uh, sometimes I get to check the mail. Sometimes I come in and there's a new library in our entryway. I get to go first. Uh, yes. <laughs> and you have to go through all of these things. What was it about this book that stood out to you and you were like, oh, we have to do this and you can't be on it, but Laura and I are going to do that. <laughs> uh, I think for me, it just spoke to my fear as a mm. mom. There's just so many fears that I have of letting go of control. And so it was, it was like a beckoning of, no, why don't you choose bravery? Mm. So, yep. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know how much fear there'd be as a parent. Yeah. I thought it would be more fun. Like I'd be more confident in it. Right. And I think that's the thing we want. We want more confidence so that our kids can also have that. We don't right. want to pass on our, our, you know, insecurities and things like that to our kids. And it's mm-hmm. better when you've got a brave parent. It's like, absolutely. You're going to tackle the world because I'm tackling the world. Yeah. And she really does give moms courage. Mm-hmm. It is awesome. Exactly. Hey rebels. Thanks for subscribing on iTunes. We appreciate it. Would you do me a favor? Steal some phones Subscribe your friends. There you go. When you get a broadcast, you're like, oh man, that really helped me out. Just find someone you're like, oh, you're going to dig this. Mm-hmm. Listen to this broadcast. You'll like it. These people are nuts. You're going to get a little help. <laughs> Be good times. We love that. That's how we grow. And head over to iTunes, write some reviews. If you do, I'll rate it on air. I will thank you or I will debate you if you critique it. How about that? <laughs> or if you give me some advice or like things you want, I'll, I, will, I will address that as well. So hit us up on iTunes. Give us some stars. Sounds like a win-win. That's right. And without any further shenanigans, <laughs> let's jump into Brave Moms, Brave Kids. Moms on the mic on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Well, Lee, I just want to thank you for giving us your time this morning and coming on the air with us at Rebel Parenting. And I just want to jump in and we're just going to go for it and say, like, save me. I'm a helicopter mom. What do I do? <laughs> Like, help. Yes. Awesome. Well, and first, it's more based off of your book, right? The Brave Moms, Brave Kids. So, Mm -hmm. um, and that's where we want to jump from. The courage and the bravery. And Mm -hmm. we want to hear your story. Oh, it's so good to be with you guys. And I'm humbled at the opportunity to talk to you both. And you're in good company. Helicopter moms are the majority mom. So, Oh, good. Good. You're not alone. No, (laughs) no. As a matter of fact, we should have like a stamp that we wear or, you know, like a disclaimer (laughs) on our badge, but yeah, we live in a world that makes us terrified about how our kids are going to turn out number one, but what's going to happen to them. So Mm -hmm. boy, this motherhood thing's a ride, isn't it? Yeah. A journey for sure. For sure. Yeah. What, what led you to 
write this book? What was your heart behind it? Mm-hmm. Well, I've had the opportunity to go around to mom's groups for a long time. I was a mops mom and leader. Yay! And then, yay! That's where we met. Mops, yay! Where we met. Yeah. And so <laughs> I had the opportunity to all of a sudden start sharing my story and just sharing Bible truth with mops groups. And one of the things I was dealing with was fear looking at this generation and um, all the crazy stuff I was seeing on the news and trying to reconcile it with this call by God to raise children who will do the thing and stand courageously in the next generation. And I was just trying to reconcile what am I going to do with my fear and this call to help my kids become lights and cities on hills and become people Mm. who were all of a sudden starting to take fire in the world that we saw. And so as I traveled around talking about this message um, of raising heroes and being brave moms, all of a sudden the world started to spin up. You know, we had ISIS on the news and martyrdom and shootings in schools. And so when I was sharing, I saw moms just filled, eyes filled with tears as we were talking about fear. And I just saw this is... Mm. This is a real, is real. issue. Yeah. That everybody's is. fighting. Right. Everyone. Even dads. Oh, right. For well, sure. Yeah. For sure. Why well, I, I I know for me, just hearing of the first school shooting, well, actually after Columbine, it was more when I was the mother mm-hmm. and hearing shootings of having that conversation of do I really want my kid in a public school? Mm-hmm. And I mean that's real. That that fear felt real. And I think most moms would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not just you guys know this. I mean, I you're in Colorado, right? Like right. down the road there were movie theater shootings. And so right. now yeah. I don't know about you, but I get into a movie theater now and as much as I don't want to, I look for the exits now. And that's not something Mm -hmm. we ever did before. It's like, yeah, you can homeschool your kids, but you can't keep them safe. I mean, we'd have to put them in bubble wrap and in the basement if we wanted to keep them completely safe, you know? Well, here in Colorado, we had church shootings, a few. So, I mean, even when you walk into a church, first thing I'm looking for is the exit. Yeah, let's sit close to the exit, honey, and make sure we know who's security. Yeah, and, the, and this is a different, a different world life. that yes. we're raising, that we're raising kids in than the world's yeah. ever known before. But somehow, in the middle of it, I think what the Lord just keeps showing me is He has called me as a mom at this time on the kingdom calendar. So he knew exactly yeah. the time that we were supposed to be mothering and he knew exactly the location. And so this is not by accident as much as I would love to be like little house on the prairie, which <laughs> let's be honest, I really don't right want now. little house on the prairie. I want Starbucks, <laughs> yeah. but mm-hmm. I, you know, like he created us for this generation and not so that we would fail or be terrified, but that we would stand boldly for the kingdom and raise up kids Mm -hmm. who can do the same thing. Like he, he knows we can do this thing and that breathes life and hope into me. So what do you do? What's your first step? I know um, I don't want to give away just too much of your book or anything like that, but how do you find your brave inner mom? (laughs) 
well, you can give away <laughs> the book as you want to give away. But the truth yeah. is, that this is something that I have had to wrestle to the ground. And okay. I, I mean, you said we could just go there. So I'll just let you know, the Lord, the Lord let me be baptized in fear before he let me write this book. Like wow. I thought, I thought I had to be completely, uh, you, you know, I just thought I had it together. together. I had this message, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was, I was I doing the thing. I know Laura, I know you do right now, but, yeah. um, that I had to, I thought I had it together and then I was offered a book contract and I feel like the Lord let me be held underwater in the middle of fear until we really had the message. And a part of that was Mm. getting to the very bottom of this fear thing. And that's where I figured out that fear actually was not created by the enemy. Like everybody says. Fear was an mm. entity that was created by God. And oh, yeah. that was game changing for me that anything God creates, I can trust. Anything that the yep. enemy creates, yep. he will use against me to burn me. And he allowed my mind almost to be completely sifted until I learned the lesson that that he created fear to move <laughs> me towards him. God bless you. Mm. So he created fear to move me towards him into yes. love and awe and reverence. The enemy means mm. to burn me with it. And so when I allow fear, you know, the Bible says the fear of him is the beginning of wisdom. And Correct. so it, it, the fear is not a bad thing. It's what are we going to do and what exactly are we going to fear? And I would rather fear God than any circumstance. And he's so trustworthy. Yeah, people get- People get hung up on that word, fear. fear. Or mm-hmm. I don't know if in, in your circles they do, but I see um, in some some of the circles I run in, they get hung up on that word fear. Can we just talk about it and just demystify her? Or can you talk about what you know about it? Because I feel like you have a pretty good, accurate view of it. Well, sure. I mean, fear is supposed to produce in us reverence and awe, which is what it does. Whatever we fear, we give priority to, and in some way we bow to it. And so we have, it is worship. And so sometimes our fear leads us to worship safety and safety is a good thing, right? Yeah. But Unless it becomes an idol. (laughs) Unless it becomes an idol. And then watch for God's sweeping move out from under us to get us back (laughs) to the right place. Right? I mean, that's the reality is that anything but him is sinking sand. So fear can Mm. make us make hasty decisions. You know, like it leaves us like hiding and drawing back when God Mm -hmm. tells us not to shrink back, but to move Mm -hmm. forward in faith. Um, it leads us like our first reaction is WebMD and to fix it and to do something yep. to get back into control. But the truth is, is that never God, that. right? <laughs> you never do WebMD? Never. never. Are you lying through your teeth? I'm totally. Yes, totally. me too. Me too. Yeah. And all of that mm. stuff, all that stuff is us yeah. grasping for control where Really, the truth is, is that God wants us to see him as the one who's in control and trustworthy. 
Mm. Well, you, you did talk about in your book, there was this conference you went to with one of your mentors. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a conference, a intercession prayer conference. And they were asking people to come up and pray. Oh, and yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Can you tell tell our listeners? Tell us that it, story. it just struck me. And I was like, hey, I want rebels to hear about this. This would be rad. Oh, totally. So I... You probably know this, but I work for a prayer organization, Moms and in Prayer International. And so that's the backstory is that I teach people to pray. Awesome. <laughs> no. So I was sitting at this conference and I was there doing a workshop. It wasn't my weekend to be on the big stage. I was just sitting there and I was surrounded by a group of friends and my mentor who is like a legit prayer warrior intercessor. I mean, yeah, you know, like i I like have my minor in this. She has like her doctorate in this. So anyway, the the speaker from the stage was like, okay, so if you're a prayer warrior, raise your hand. And I was like, I'm not raising my hand. I mean, like, she's like, if you love to pray, if that prayer's your thing, raise your hand. And I was like, not me, Uh, you know, (laughs) she's like, okay, so now you prayer warriors, I need you to get up and come to the front and you're going to be praying over people. And I was like, I am not a prayer warrior. Like I've got so much room in this area to grow. Mm. I wish I was, but I'm not. Mm. And then all of a sudden I like turned my head and my mentor Melta isn't moving either. And I was like, wait, wait, what? You know, like (laughs) you pray like it's your job. And she just was like, (laughs) I've got so much room to grow in this area too. And I was like, well, if Melta's not getting up and I'm not getting up, I don't know about all those people that actually went forward, but I really, you guys, everybody feels defeated in this area. Like, Mm -hmm. like we don't feel like we got the thing and really we're given this like weapon and gift of prayer. So if we don't feel equipped to do that for our families or for ourselves, we're in trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I just want to lead right into the idea of ripples. Can you go into that as we intercede for our families? Uh, So that's just how I I just pray in concentric circles. That's what the gods led me to do is every morning and, you know, take this for what it is. Don't make it more spiritual than it is. I pray this (laughs) because it works for me. But basically, I pray for myself. I start in this inner circle of me because if nobody else on this planet prays for me, I am in, you know, at least I've prayed. So every day I just go like I'm covered. (laughs) I'm doing the thing. So I pray for myself first and then I pray the next circle out, which is for my husband because he has one wife, praise God. Um, and yeah. that's my job. That's not his mom's job. That's my job. Um, and so I just figure he's the next closest thing. And then I pray for my kids and then I pray for the next circle or layer out. Well, whoever that is. And and so ultimately okay. I just pray concentric circles in ripples outward. Is that what you were talking about, Laura? Yes, totally. Yes. Totally. Well, because I think sometimes be, I know for me, I've I've had some training in prayer, and uh, I go through different seasons in my prayer life. And sometimes I feel like I'm on fire and on point, and everything's going great. And other times I'm just like, uh, uh, I'll do the Lord's prayer over <laughs> yeah. and over again, which is great. And right. I and I believe um, in in the prayers of the Bible, and we should recite them and know them and memorize them. And 
just having more access to this. I love the ripple effect because that's, well, I'm a surfer and I love ripples yeah. and I love waves and it's speaking just like, your language. Speaking my language. Mm-hmm. So, well, in, in your book, there was a line in there. I mean, I keep ruminating over the sentence where you were talking about as a prayer warrior, that means you have to go to war. Mm-hmm. So that means there's actually a battle (laughs) and I was thinking about that Mm. and to be honest something in my spirit is like well no I I don't I don't want my kids to be a prayer warrior you know like that means that they have to be in a war and Mm. if in my flesh that's what I feel so how would how would you talk to the mom or to me of being that going from protective prayer to open-handed prayer, um, knowing that we do have little prayer warriors or little big prayer warriors that they have a battle to go into. So how would you speak to that? Sorry. Well, it's so, I mean, that's, that's the thing about, about raising warriors in the, for the kingdom of God is, is, and that really was where it dropped on me where I was like, I want to raise men and women who do this thing for Jesus with courage. And I realized that if I was going to do that, that needed to be formed and refined in me because brave kids need brave moms. Right. And so we can't, we can't expect them to go places that we're not willing to go. And for me, that's a loosening of my grip. No, I don't want my kids to be hurt. I don't (laughs) want them to see war fact. I mean, okay. So true story. A lady walked up to me. There was like a baby boom in the church nursery. It was all boys and you know, whatever. I was like, Oh cool. You know, he's going to have so many friends. And she was like, well, you know why there's all these boys, right? It's because there's going to be a war. And so God's raising up warriors and I'm holding my like three month old baby. And I'm like, stop, just stop. Like I do not want that. No, no, never. You know, like my oldest son wants to be in the military and I'm like, mm. I don't, mm, I don't, okay. You can be whatever God wants you to be, you know, just trying yeah. to be just support our country. Right. Like, yeah. like you can be whatever God wants you to be. Choose wisely, you know, like, Oh, uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, here, here's the you. truth. Here's the truth. Like safe. Our definition is safe and God's definition safe are two different things. Yes. Mm. And, um, but God will be with them in the middle of whatever he calls them to. And I either believe that or I don't. Yep. And this is an area where, and and you read it in the book, where I realized that fear actually can be an act of disobedience because we don't Mm. move forward. We're not believing what he says, which is that he will never leave them or forsake them. He will always be their helper, that his ways are always good. And at some point, we have to walk forward in that. So no, I don't want to, I don't want my kids to be warriors. Fact. But I do. I want them to know their God and step out for him and do the thing like, okay, so that happens in me first, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what does that look like? Practically? So if I go home this afternoon, what what would you how would you start that process with your kids too? Mm hmm. 
like the how do you get to be warriors thing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just instilling that it's it's time to choose being courage. brave yourself. Like, right. ha- yeah. Like, so dismissing the fear or getting rid of it. How, how am I going to walk home this afternoon with some bravery? Bravery. Yeah. Well, here's it. Brave is an acronym in the book. It's not like vibrato right. that we build. It's something that we begin to have happen in us. So first is that we're going to believe God and we're going to teach them to do the same thing. And we're going to start showing them how God is relevant in our everyday lives and how he is working. He is not a name that we only hear on Sundays. He's somebody that's living in our house and active among us and who has a plan that's good. And we see him working and we need him. And so we're going to start doing that. B is believe God. And R for us, for moms, is that we're reflecting on the needs of our kids. And so... We're taking an assessment. I call it my quarterly review. Um, which <laughs> I is, like it. The questions are at the back of the book, but I'm taking a snapshot of my kids and I'm going, what do they need right now? Physically, yeah. spiritually, emotionally, educationally. Um, what do they need right now? What do I need to be teaching them? And so I, I love that, that we take the snapshot and we're looking, we're going, what do they know and what don't they know? Because yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is our job to teach them. And then, a is that we're going to ask forgiveness and that's from the Lord, but I that we're going to start doing that, that at home today. Mm. So yeah. the areas where you're not being brave, you guys, those are the things where you're going to go to them and go, I've been messing this thing up and I'm so sorry. And, mm. um, and every time we mess up at home with them, we're going to go, you know what, guys, I have sinned against you. God has a standard. Mom's not meeting it. I'm so sorry. And what that's actually going to do is model gospel to them where it's okay for your kids to fail um, because mom does that all the time and mm-hmm. come home again and because yeah, right. we want and- to create an atmosphere where it's okay to do it wrong and be here among us because God yeah. does that for us so well, we say at our house we say uh let's go again go again let's go and again. here we go again yeah here we again. go again and again and, and we have to repair and repair and repent and repair and repent and repair <laughs> that's what we do that's right <laughs> but you guys that's gospel that's what yeah. God does. And that gives them the the ability to play the God part who does the forgiving and the repenting part. Like we're the moms who are like, you need to ask your brother and sister to forgive you. You need to say, I'm sorry. And so like, we're really good as moms at that part of the deal where we're like, you say, I'm sorry. And yeah. mm-hmm. we do the forgiving, but a lot of times we don't ever let them shift that role. And I go into groups mm-hmm. all the time where I'm like, how many of you remember your parents saying, I'm sorry for something? And about half the room says, I never have had my parents say, I'm sorry. I don't remember ever hearing them. And that is not gospel. That's yeah. not brave. I, I, when I was writing, I said to my kids, like, why should parents ask their kids for forgiveness? And my son looked at me and he was like, because we know you're getting it wrong. Um, <laughs> like, so, right? like, I like your son. Duh. You know, so, so that's, that's awesome. a ask for forgiveness. Duh. We're getting it wrong. Model that, put that in our lives. And then V is vigilantly pray. Like it's our job. Mm-hmm. Like God is right there with us, helping us on each step. And then E is just do the job of equipping them. And so the rest of the book Mm -hmm. is like what we need to teach them to do. But at the end of the BRAVE acronym, the E, it really is, is accepting this as our responsibility and our calling. 
And that yeah. right now, when we've got these little ones in our home, little ones, mine's taller than me right now. Um, but <laughs> yeah. we got them in our home. This is my job. This isn't right. my youth pastor's job. This isn't their teacher's job, their football coach's job, the world's job. This is my job. And mm-hmm. I have been given the most access to this part of their heart. I am yeah. right now the most influential person in their world. So yes. the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world, right? And right. we and sometimes women in churches, this is going there, but we don't believe that we have a very big job as women. And the truth is, is that we shape who the men become. Um, We have this incredible platform in their lives to help them become the men who lead well. And so let's not minimize the season or rush it by or waste it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Let's do the job, you know? Amen. Nice. And that's preaching to myself right now, actually, like, (laughs) cut it all down and do the job. Right. Yeah. Well, and even just the... I think so many times we can say, oh, it's just so hard. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I don't want to take the time, like you said in your book, I don't want to take the time to actually talk about why we're disciplining and what the lesson is. It's more of just stop, just stop. And, yep. but the hard thing is, is to pull up your big girl panties. Mm-hmm. You're the mom, take it, do something about it. And, and love on them in a way that teaches them about the Lord so that it's not just behavior modification, which is what we're about at rebel parenting. It's not behavior modification. It's the heart. And what are we doing to shape the heart of our children? Well, you guys know, I mean, when's the last time you had to do some discipline and it actually went further because you spent the time to tell them the why and that you yeah. love them and that this is protecting versus the knock it off, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. it yeah. just, it's worth it. It's worth spending the time to do. And actually I find they knock it off longer if I've told them the why, you know, like, yeah, yeah. They just get it. Alongside. They get it that this is displeasing and it's not really about displeasing mom. It's like this higher thing than that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, as we finish up, I just want to ask, what brave things are you accomplishing right now? You said your, uh, was it your son or your daughter's taller than you? I don't know. I don't know which one, but uh, what things are you accomplishing right now? I just wanted to ask. Well, like 10 things right now. Um, (laughs) Actually, my son got his learner's permit, so we're doing the brave driving thing right now. Um, That's huge. Which, it's, that... You guys, it's real. Um, it's so hard to not <laughs> sit in the car and not be critical. Number one, um, like slow down, slow down, coming in hot, you know. Um, but I, in in other news, I feel like the questions are just getting harder. Um, yeah. Questions about okay. sexuality among their peers yeah. and. Um, really speaking the truth in love is something that is hard. And we're having those conversations all the time. Um, one of my children just got their first period. That felt brave. Um, wow. we're, we're having like, well, why don't we swear conversations? And really, mm-hmm. I'm making real, the choice to do questions. things different than my kids' peers' parents. 
And that yes. all feels really brave right now. And I have to remember that all the time I have to tell myself the truth that this is for the glory of God and it doesn't matter what everybody else on the planet is doing. This mm-hmm. is what's right. Right. Yep. yep. The lonely road. Okay, so <laughs> what brave things are you doing right now? Oh. Uh-oh. You go first, Kristen. Ha. Huh. Oh, man. On I the spot. It. On the spot. I got a good one. I'm All doing right. this um, re- uh, I think it's called recovery yoga. Oh, yes. But, but it's like really restorative, helping me slow down. I'm a, I think, type A, go for it, pretty fast person, Kristen, I would say. Just a busy bee. I like, a, I like 10 plates in the air always. Um, and so yes. this is teaching me to slow down. That's and that's good. brave for me. That's so it brave. brave. It is brave. Uh, I would say getting on the air for me mm-hmm. and using my voice. That's brave for me because I like to hold it all in mm-hmm. and just soak it all up. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Kristen, for me. Kristen, this is so brave. Way to be brave, friend. <laughs> Isn't she? <laughs> she is. And so what a brave. great voice. So brave. Oh, Isn't Thank it you. so soothing? I love her voice. Oh, anyway. She makes a great co-pilot. <laughs> yeah, we have a thank lot of you. fun. <laughs> but thank you Aww. for your time, and God bless you. And we uh, we just encourage you and your ministry and all that you do and all the Bible teaching that you do is just amazing. So thank you. Yeah, I'm so grateful to have spent this time with you guys, and I love Rebel Parenting. I want to hear what you guys have to say. So yes. keep talking, friends. I'm listening. Thank you. Aww. Thank you. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Thanks guys. Bye bye. Kristen. Yes. Nice job. Thanks. You and Laura are good together. Thank you. Nice stuff. It was way fun. It was. Thanks to Lee Neenheis. Wow. Mm -hmm. Good author. Good book. Great interview. She was wonderful. For sure. She's a fantastic one. Yes. Mm, You guys are great. And let's do some pictures in the new studio. You guys have your own place now. Yeah. Right? Let's do it. When you recorded this, it was back in the old studio. Mm -hmm. The hail damaged... Right? Destruction. We got to go over <sighs> and take pictures as they tear it down. They're going to tear the whole place down. Oh. Right? Can you believe it? Oh. But the new studio, glorious. Glory. New area for Moms on the Mic. We'll have more programs like this. That's right. Oh, Rebels. Hey, we could use your help. It is nearing year end. We need the donations to allow us to know what we're going to do next year. You can donate. It's tax deductible. Donate tab at rebelparenting.org. God bless, Rebels. We will see you next week.